Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it. If you can, leave us a review. It really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out. Definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. So, also keep in mind, uh, Johnny, Chuck's a purple belt, by the way, like a solid purple belt. So I'm just talking Ooh. a lot of shit right now. I was just It'll be fun, though. I, as long as we start from the feet, I got you, Chuck. Mike, I'm going to smash you. Anyway, get into the podcast. Speaking of all the shit talking um, and all this, like, Johnny, I wanted to start with, A, first we got to plug your podcast because yeah. getting the podcast going up, it's already started, and I want to make sure so you guys can check that in the description and the links below to get on that. I highly recommend it. Give us a little preview about, like, what you dig into in the podcast. I don't want to speak for you. For my I figure you just kind of give us a breakdown and we'll jump into competition, all types of fun shit going on. Yeah, it's the uh, I call it the I hate Johnny Buck show. Um, a, bu- a buddy of mine, he's a, he's another brown belt too. Uh, I think we were both purple belts at the time, and he'd been off the mats for over a year because of in- like injury and life and shit. And like his first roll back was with me, so I just I didn't fucking throttle him like I could have, but like, he, I fucking, like I beat his ass for five minutes though. And like, I hate Johnny Buck, so he bought I hate Johnny and would link it to my other website. So I'm like, hey, man, I'm like, can I have that website? How much for it? He gave it to me. So that's kind of why I started it. And, like, I kind of get it. Like, a lot of people fucking hate me. And I'm okay with that. And I think the reason people hate me is, honestly, because they hate themselves. Um, and it's much easier to hate me than re- look in the mirror. But, oh, you're the fucking problem. Um, so that's kind of what the podcast goes into, is, like, the things that took me from where, A, I used to fucking hate myself. Uh, I was broke, fat, and a loser um, to where I'm at now. And that's kind of the thing. It's basically, it's an opportunity to fast track you. I started my gym in 2013, um, Rogue. And like, I just kind of like floundered around for four or five years. And then, you know, and it's not, I don't talk a whole bunch about business on there, but the, the, the mental side, like, you know, it's one of those things like, yeah, you can be, a CEO or you can be whatever, but you can also, it doesn't have to be, you can be an awesome fucking employee. Right. And it's really, I talk about the five F's for me, it's fitness, fun, finances, future and family. Right. And it's not really that order. It's just what I can remember in my head, but so talks about all the five F's that you need to do to be successful. Right. And you know, and there's some random stories in there, just crazy shit I've done, but that's really what it is. It's just, it's just a reminder that, like you're not the only fucking one out there going through this shit. Um, you know, I was a, I'm a huge Andy Frazella fan. Um, I've been following him since the MFCEO in like 2015. And it was a huge fucking help to me knowing that other people struggle with the exact same shit that I was struggling with. You know, obviously he struggled with it way before. And that's what it is. It's just basically 
my life and the things that I go through. And I just, it's just a way to help people, you know, Hey, one, you're not alone Two, This is probably going to help you if you listen and do it. So, and you know, it's a little bit of everything. So it's just basically my life. That's a great premise for a podcast. So, because in, in reality, we don't know how many people, number one, are really look at people and are jealous of what they have. And they don't really look in the mirror and say, what can I do to fix the situation that I'm in? Rather than just focusing on themselves, they're going to focus on everyone around them and project on them. Uh, so that's a great premise for a podcast. Uh, it's, it's amazing the amount of like mental health people out there that, that people are suffering from that we just don't even know about. And people are just not even focusing on themselves. They're just projecting on everybody else. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like, and it, it goes back to like bullying, right? Why is somebody a bully? Is it because they're fucking me? No, it's because like they hate themselves. And if they can, if they hate themselves, but they can make you hate yourself more because your life's getting fucked up, then they don't have to look in the mirror. The two things that really, and this is what I talk about a, a good bit on both my podcast and in my Facebook group, is the two things that really changed my life, and and it's kind of happened in this order. Was one gratitude right? Having that gra- grateful mindset for everything. Like I'm sitting in a car with air conditioning on, on a fucking thousand dollar machine and talking to people all over the country. Right. You know, I, so that's fucking cool. Right. No matter how bad, you know, yeah, my fucking car is not as new as somebody else's, but I have a fucking car and I'm grateful I'm in this car, not in on a fucking side of the road, walking or on a bicycle, or that if I was, I could walk, you know, I make fun of like Southern Baptist a lot. I make fun of it just because it's a really easy target. But the thing about it is like, and it depends, you know, it's God's blessing or the universe. How do you want to look at it? Being grateful or finding that silver lining has been fucking huge for me. Right. You know, so that was the first thing. And then the second one was personal accountability. Like that's the one that's where I think the biggest struggle is right now is nobody wants to look in the mirror and be like, Hey, you know why you're fucked up? the mirror like that tells you that's why you're broke that's why you're out of shape that's and and, you know we can go way deeper into the psychology of it like how fucked up people are and why you're fucked up but that's what it comes down to you know i i take it to an extreme measure like if you get rear-ended on the way to work it's not your fault but you're responsible for that because you chose to leave your house at exactly 542 that morning right you could have left at 540 and not been rear-ended you could have left the 543 and not been rear-ended. You, know? you could have swiped two more times or two less times and not been rear-ended. Again, it's not your fault, but it's your responsibility. And once I started doing those two things, man, my fucking life changed so yeah. much. Those and are really two happened. huge things. I mean, the personal accountability is you, you hit the nail on the head. Nobody yeah. wants to be accountable for what they're doing. And it takes a big you know, step to go. It's a big hurdle to go over. To, to really look in the mirror and say, I've got to be responsible for my time, for what I'm doing, for everything. And if I want to make the changes in my life, uh, I, I've, got to, I've got to open that door. I've got to go through it. A lot of people aren't ready for that change because they're so comfortable in where they're at. Even though they may be obese or they may be you know, not in financial stability as to where they want to be, they're comfortable where they are. And in order for them to get out of that comfort zone, they have to be willing to make a change. And that personal accountability is the number one thing that really nobody ultimately wants to have to do, but we all have to do it. 
Yeah, and the other thing people are they're too fucking nice and polite realistically. Like and like <laughs> I get this I get this label, oh you're a fucking asshole. You, you don't care about people. No, I fucking care more than you do. Because when I see a fat fucking person shoving Twinkies in their mouth, I feel bad for them. I understand it's uh, you know, being obese or whatever, whatever it's, it's no different than being an alcoholic. You're going to fight with fucking weight issues for the rest of your life. Like yeah. I, my weight fluctuates. I can easily hit a not very happy 260. Um, I could also walk around 225. I refuse to live that lifestyle. I don't care. I'm, I'm 240 right now. But the thing is, I care so much about you. Or I so care so much about people fucking up. I'm like, hey, you're fucking up right now. You need to be held accountable, and I hold them accountability. So it, you know, I, I, there is empathy in there, and I really thought I had none at the point. At one point, and I talked to my therapist about it, and she helped me a little bit, but I understand it. But the thing is, I'm like, I care so much fucking about you. I'm not gonna be. Well, you know what? It's okay to have a Twinkie now and then. No motherfucker, it's not. Until you get to the point where a Twinkie is not gonna fuck you up, then you don't get to have Twinkies, and, and that's that's where. You know, I, I maintain everybody's coachable. I'm not the coach for everybody, right? You know, that's the thing. Um, I like to use the hammer. The hammer's a great fucking tool. You know, I don't always use the hammer, but, you know, it's the thing. It, it, that's how I feel about it. I, I want to help people. So that's how I deliver it. You know, it, it could it could be better. And that's a lot of how my, my podcast is. It's just the one thing I can – I'll speak to this. From my perspective, even from being at, like, at the gym, not only from a coach that, that works there, but from the, like – student perspective or whatever you want to call that my class is like you i've never questioned where i lie with you i've never questioned where where you feel with certain things and i always respect and appreciate that because a going back to the accountability point it's very important to have that accountability especially because it's so easy to lie to yourself it's so easy like i can dude i can convince myself of like good or bad and like really sell that in my mind i'm a good salesman you know and that component of to myself. So being able to have an outsider accountability or like, even in like the group that we have saying like, Hey, I'm going to be there on Thursday, guys. I'll see you guys there. Like so those components of it. And then if I'm not there, be like, Hey man, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what, where are you at? What happened? Or whatever that looks like. But I think to your point too, is knowing that it comes from a place of caring and not just trying to like bring people there, but it's actually like, dude, this is good for you. And then I think to that first point, you talk about gratitude and I was taking some notes here while I was going. So I like looking at my notepad. Um, the gratitude component is like coming from a place of gratitude and appreciate like, Hey, I'm grateful that I have someone like Johnny or like Chuck does this to me a lot too. Holding each other accountable with those pieces and being grateful for that. Not being like, Oh shit, this is like something I have to deal with. It's something you get to have at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. We all know how coachable you are, Mike. (laughs) Took me what? Six years to listen or eight years maybe to listen to it. Yeah, I know. Well, but down to it too. Like that's that personal accountability. Like, one of my business coaches, I said, Hey, I'm can long fucking Facebook like, message I sent to her. I'm like, Hey, basically, I'm fucking up. I know I'm fucking up. I'm making way more money than I used to. Um, so I got complacent. Like, that's what it comes down to. And she goes, Good. Like, now we can talk because, and this is the thing about it. I call them assholes, A S K holes. Like, Hey, what do you think I should do? You should do this. Nah, I'm okay. You know, you can lead a horse to water kind of thing. So once I told her, Hey, this is where I'm fucking up. This is my new, I I don't even have goals anymore because I fucking destroyed them already. I'm like this, I'll I'll get you my goals tomorrow. I'll do this. You know, so it's like, I can yell at you all I want. Right. Like Mike, just like you said, 
it took you, you know, six, eight years to pull the trigger. But once you realize you're ready, you are ready. And, you know, it's obvious that Chuck handled it perfectly. Like, he didn't fucking yell at you until you quit. He's like, right, cool, you know. So, And it's because he cares. Like, that's the thing. That's why we have these conversations. We have the hard conversations. And that's the fucking third thing that people don't want to do. And it goes back to what Chuck said. They don't want to get outside their comfort zone. You have to have that hard conversation, yeah. right? Like, about anything. Because, you know, we'll go back to relationships. How many times have I cheated on my significant other, all of them, and it's because I wasn't happy at some point, but I was too fucking soft or, or too basically weak to have that conversation. You know, I didn't hold myself accountable. I'll just go bang some chick on the side until she catches me and then she'll kick me out. Like, fuck, that's a terrible thing to do. But, you know, that's, fuck, I've done it a bunch. It's so. a tough conversation to have. I mean, trying to, you know, be in a successful relationship and, communicate with each other is one of the hardest things to do uh, and balance that relationship and, and maintain a happy stability, you know, between you and your significant other. It's one of the hardest things to do. I mean, luckily, you know, I'm blessed. I'm going on 15 years married. Um, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we're going away, but it's, it's difficult. You know, we have to have a two way conversation. And some of the times we don't feel like, you know, talking to each other. But if I don't open up about my feelings and she doesn't open up about her feelings, never going to be a successful, you know, relationship. Yeah. Very, very difficult thing to do. And that ties, and that all ties back into complacency, right? Right. Complacency, you know, we used to have sex, you know, fucking four times a week. Now, you know what? It's okay having sex once a month. No, the motherfucker, it ain't, right? Just like, hey, you know, I used to make, you know, just Matt, I used to make, you know, 40,000. Now I'm making 45,000. That's good enough, you know? No, it's not. Like, I want to make fucking, I want to be the 1%. Why? Because I want to. Like, that is, to me, it's a challenge. Do I give a fuck about money? No. Does it motivate me? No. It's just a measuring stick for me. And it comes down to fitness as well. Like, yeah, I used to be, I used to have a six pack, but now, you know, I have a little bit of a gut. No, it's, that's not fucking okay. You know, you know, these are people get complacent because they get comfortable and they don't want to hold themselves accountable. Yeah, and it also boils down to like their, their their quality of life, depending on what their goals are as well. I mean, that's a big portion of it. I mean, my wife and I go the extra mile uh, with balancing nutrition and what we want to spend on fitness and nutrition every single month. What our personal goals are, your goals have to change every month too. Like you said, yeah. if you're if you're hitting a certain amount of goals, if you're crushing your goals, what are the next goals? You know, with with, with in my situation, I'm always looking at if I'm hitting a certain amount of goals. I set myself up for what are my next goals within either the six months or a 12 month period. You know, I'm, I'm always cycling through. So if I'm crushing goals, what are my next goals that I want to hit? Absolutely. Like yeah. Getting tapped by Mike when you come to rope. <laughs> That's going to, I can crush that goal right now. Mike. <laughs> crushing it right now. <laughs> but like also like going back to that, that to me, like, so being able to face those hard conversations and being able to acknowledge even like, Hey, it's not all like sunshines and rainbows. Like shit's going to get real. It's going to get hard. Like to be very transparent, like me and Ashley had to have a really uncomfortable conversation the other day, but it was better for our relationship. Like you could literally like right after we had the conversation, like six hours later, you could see and feel a difference in how we communicated with each other and some of the actions and steps that we were taking. And I think that like having that 
to me, it goes back to also gratitude that you mentioned before, Johnny, and even that perspective to you, Chuck, of like, if you're grateful for the relationship, if you're grateful for how your body feels, if you're grateful for like, whatever these things are, what the finances afford you to be able to do. And you can say, all right, I'm grateful for that. That's a starting point to be able to, now I got to hold myself accountable to be able to bring that back in. And like, this is a weird segue, but I kind of also want to segue it to, I think it kind of fits in actually with, with gratitude, like being able to push yourself and having those goals. Like, Johnny, you've been a busy man competing too. So I did want to tag into that a little bit to see how that even impacts because you got a new belt on the wall. You got some, I think there's actually a few, but like, and like, like all these tournaments and things like you just said, you signed up for another one. Like even date, let's dig into that for a little bit, because now having have such a high level MMA career to now saying, all right, I'm retired from that. I have this business. I've established that now being able to focus on that component and grappling. I'm curious how that all fits together too. Yeah. And that's what, so um, balance is a fucking lie. Like, that's what I'm going to tell everybody. Well, I want a nice work-life balance. Fuck you. You're not getting it. It's not real. Because, you know, I talk about the five Fs that, that are important to me. And what I do, and this is a conversation I have with Jen, my wife, is, and, and she, dude, I'm super, like you, my super fucking lucky, and you as well, Chuck, I, I don't know her, but that they understand what we're doing, right? I'm 30, I didn't get married until I was 35 years old because I was a fucking psycho because what happened and I still am, I found the right one. But what happens is there's no such thing as balance. So I have my five S right. And sometimes finance is number one and sometimes mm-hmm. fitness is number one. Okay. And sometimes my future is number one. And sometimes my family's number one. Right. And I don't ever have like seven days a week where finance is number one. So what I do, I set my days up. Like every Wednesday at 5 p.m. is fucking date night. Like that's what it is. Um, you know, we, we where the fuck we go? Oh, yeah, I bought our fucking car. Never mind. What do we do? I bought a car and a puppy. Goddamn Yeah, puppy. Action Jackson shitting on the floor. Action. Yeah, so I, I get a fucking puppy, adopted it. So this dog's been fostered. Somebody adopted it and brought it back because it's a fucking problem child. I'm like, you had it for 48 hours. What the fuck do you expect from a puppy? Whatever. But uh, so I'm like, fuck it. I want that dog. He's crazy. Uh, so I pick him up, he shits in the car dealership and then I, he pukes in my truck. I mean, this is fucking great. But so, you know, but going back to the thing, like we went out Wednesday night. That's what we do. Why? We went to a little place next door to, uh, to the hotel. We went to Saul Van Gogh, um, and pretty cool. Uh, did mushrooms. That was way better. Um, <laughs> Van Gogh's an interesting dude. But, um, you know, then we went out for a date night, just like we always do. And, you know, sometimes I, I try and make that a priority, but sometimes you can't, right? So right. you have to, you, you can't find balance. You're just never going to find balance. You're going to put your priorities in order. But I do everything I can to keep five until 10 every Wednesday her time. And what was happening was she started creeping in on my other four Fs, right? You know, like, hey, I'm like, listen, I have to fucking work right now. My future, I'm building a legacy. You cannot fuck with me when I'm in my office. You cannot interrupt it. And, you know, having the employees, I have a question about this. I'm like, headphones on, don't talk to me, you know? So that, and it kind of, so what, what, what we did, she understood for a while that my number one focus outside of my family and future was always number one, but not what I'm doing at the time, was finance, building fucking funds, building up money so I can do the things that I want to do to help yeah. her, to help people, and then, you know, my fitness is being in shape. So every morning, every Tuesday and Thursday morning I, at 9 a.m., I go to the gym. I, I join a gym in Marion. I do that. And she understands that I'm not going to be at the house at that time. 
you know, so she could do her thing. So with all these things, and for those five weeks that I competed, that was number one. I, I don't know if that's future, legacy, fucking fitness, however you want to look at it. You know, whenever I was at that point, that was number one priority. I was in here late at night, early in the morning, doing the things I needed to do. So when you're balancing as many things that, that I am and you guys are, you realistically have to schedule that. Like it, It's like, I'm not saying you schedule sex every fucking Tuesday and Thursday at 4.30 in the afternoon because that's going to be really fucking terrible. But, you know, you have to schedule time for everything. You know, yeah. you look at the most successful people in the world, they don't have to-do lists. They have schedules. Right, and on that schedule they have two. Like, you know, I can show you guys my schedule right now. It's fucking wide open because I took two days off, you know, to go do other things. But you know, it, it's it's tough to balance those things. But what it comes down to, like you asked, it's just having a priority list and putting things yeah. in order first. <clears throat> like that's really how we, I do it. Yeah. So we we've talked plenty of times about that. I, I've given Mike the priorities of A, B, and C and his A priority is what's your A priority? What's your number one priority, Mike? Family to him. It's family, your family, the business. Like, I already know the answer. I already know what it is. He's not giving me the answer. So I'll give you the answer. But you know, we, I give Mike a priority list. He's got to sort out daily what his A, B, and C priorities are. His A priorities always come first. He has to address those A priorities. B priorities are things that he'd like to do and should get done. And C priorities are things that he, he, he can, he'd like to do them, but honestly, they don't need to get done. So we're going to pass them off on somebody else. Your A priorities always come first. You know, my wife and I are very busy people. My wife's an attorney. I run a company. We're both fitness enthusiasts. You know, you know I'm doing nutrition and training on the side. I'm an active jujitsu competitor. She goes to yoga every single day as well. We have two kids. There's a You're balance that needs to be there. Yeah, that we're, we're always doing something. But, you know, Johnny, your, your five F's are right in line as to pretty much what I've always lived by. Um, and, and that's a good method of, of taking in because we're always doing those things as well. The finance, the family, the fitness, you know, everything that you spoke about are, are always revolving. And you're right. You need to have a schedule. And again, if that communication isn't there with what you're doing, whether it's your business partner, whether it's your significant other, it all boils down to communication. And if you're not clearly communicating what your needs are, what their needs are, it's just like a relationship between you and one of your clients or, or you and an employee or something. If there's no communication that's there, it's never going to work. There's always going to be deficiencies there. So I, I love your method. I love, I'm going to listen into the podcast. I'm going to check you out. Maybe I'll make some comments or something. Yeah, for sure. And, and the five Fs are universal. Like it can be any, Absolutely. your fitness could be bodybuilding. Your fitness could be play with my kids, you know, Right. like I want to be able to tie my own shoes without my gut being away or my back being so far. There's different levels of it. And that's why I think that they're so universal. And it even, and it even plays into people who have, and I'm jealous of these people. I wish I could be a fucking nine to five person. I wish, I wish, I wish it seems so much easier than what I do. Um, I would kill myself tomorrow. If I woke up tomorrow, I had to work in a fucking cubicle, but you know, your, your finances, your future, all these things are, are super important. And you can do those in any construct. Like, that's where people, well, I wish I could do that. Then fucking do it. Do it. It all boils down to do it. Put a plan in motion and do it. And with you know, technology we, now, there's no excuse. Think of, like, I was talking to someone about this the other day. With work from home opportunities, like, 
like I literally could do what I do from anywhere. Obviously I would, I would miss ropes. Like that's, that's a variable at play. Like you can't, like that's a component, like a stationary piece, but even that's the cool thing I respect about what you've created too, Johnny is the ability to put like, first off, look at the talent that you've developed within house. Like look oh, at juice and Phil, and even now bring it like, and it's seeing you grow up. And like, I, like all these guys that are, I'm just speaking from the Muay Thai perspective, about like, I, like even jujitsu, I got to get more, even in there, oh, yeah. like, in-house growth and that's when you look at like i was talking to deuce about this the other day about building dynasties like i've studied the patriots and the yankees and all these like kind of big dynasties that have come up it it comes with in-house and that's something that's been so cool to watch like even think about all the maybe not all of them. i think me and zach might be the people that you've that have come out out of house quote unquote like but everyone else has been in-house from day one coming in becoming a student leveling up and then becoming a coach to create that culture and be able to like rebuild that culture and have that so i think that's a cool component of it too and then like going back to the original point of like you can travel now you can be able to have all these other things that you do and be able to so going back to your point of like make it happen you can make it happen it's just a matter of like again starting with gratitude and then being able to just have that personal accountability and be able to face the shit you don't want to have to face yeah and, and i talk about a lot and, I, and i'm reluctant to talk about it sometimes because it comes across wrong and the people who don't understand it either they're not going to ever understand it or they don't understand it yet so that and, and so I, I deliver the same message over and over because it matters you know i can tell you the same fucking thing 50 times in muay thai oh that's what you meant motherfucker i've been telling you the same fucking thing for here right and I, I, I may or may not have, have, have done that to my coach john oh. <laughs> I, I couldn't figure out the straight arm lock to save my goddamn life. He goes, it's a, it's a Kimura with your arm straight. I'm like, not, it, it, I'm fucking not. But, you know, and when I, so I'm, I'm really not hesitant. I don't give a fuck anymore. But I'm like, yeah, three years, 2017, 2018, I forget when, 2018, Jen and I went to New Orleans, right? We went there for a business conference. And it's one of those things that I couldn't afford to go but I could afford not to go less. So mm -hmm. we went for seven days because seven days was cheaper than four days. Uh, because we stayed at Airbnb where my fucking hotel, my, my uh, stealing fan caught on fire. Um, and I called them and they said, yeah, just don't turn it on. I'm like, okay, that's good. We'll sleep in the living room because fuck. And then we did that. We had $75 a day budgeted in like, which in New Orleans, that's not a lot of money, but we found mm -hmm. some super dope spots. And I was, I was drinking coconut milk from the dollar store. Made me sick. Not like puking or anything, so it made me not feel good. So I didn't eat very much. That kind of helped me, I guess. But, you know. That's a win. And, and, yeah, a win. And, <laughs> yeah. And that was, that was three years ago, almost four years ago now, right? Or, yeah, closer to three years. We went to New Orleans again two years later. I spent more fucking money on dinner the first night there than we spent in a week. And I'm like, and I'm like, and, and someone got, Oh, nice humble brag. I'm like, no motherfuckers what work does. This is what fucking work does. I don't bust my ass every fucking day. I don't wake up at five in the morning every fucking day and write fucking blogs and email clients and shit. So I can fucking be broke forever. You know, mm -hmm. what's really nice sleeping in. I've tried it before. I miss it. Right. But these are things you can do with a little bit of perseverance, a little bit of gratitude, and fucking personal accountability. Like, yeah. I spent way too much money during fucking COVID lockdown. I could be a billionaire right now. But I also like to balance in my head finance and future and fun. Yeah, I need a fucking suppressor. 
I do. Right. So yeah, everybody does. Yeah. Wish HF really approve it. You yeah. know. I mean, listen. You know, we, my wife and I are doing the same thing. Not to brag, not to go out. We just dropped ten thousand dollars on a vacation that we're taking next week. Did we need That's to do lot. it? No, but we had the funds to do it. Future finance. This is what we planned out. This is what we wanted to do. We worked hard to get there. So we're, we're doing it. This is what we wanted to do. So fun as well. And the difference between that and somebody else who doesn't have that kind of mindset is they're going to put that 10 grand on a credit card. They're going to pay 20000 over the next year to pay it off. And then they're going to do it again next year. You yeah. know, which to me, you know what? Like, because... I was very fortunate. Both my parents, you know, I was raised by both of them the entire time. Um, they fucked me up a little bit. Apparently, the therapy I figured that out. But like, it came down to like my dad was just shy of grossing a million dollars in 1980 something. It was land claim business. I also remember rolling nickels to buy lunch money one day a week when I moved here, and I never fucking knew we were poor. Like, you know, it was not uncommon when we were kids a ten thousand dollar Christmas, like 1987. Like, that's a lot of fucking money. Why? Because we had, but the thing was, when we had the vacations, like we go here, we go there, we do our things. I never knew the difference between our really expensive vacations we took and when we went to like a small shitty fucking hole in the wall because we did the other things that we needed, you know, and then that allowed my parents to get ahead. Like that allowed us to have the things we needed. So, you know, you can, I personally think you can have just as much fun with your family doing less expensive shit. That's not going to set you up for failure for the next 15 fucking years. I think I spent eight grand in all, like the whole Austin trip cost me eight grand, um, you know, flights, hotels, Airbnbs, a couple other shit we did down there, spent a bunch of money. It didn't fucking hurt. me. I now spending, if you spend 2000 on a vacation, it fucks you up for the next six months. You fucked up, you know, shouldn't have taken that vacation. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. People, there's an entitlement to these things. I think, and that they all goes back to gratitude, personal accountability. And then again, not having that hard conversation with yourself, you know, it is what it is. There's that entitlement and that jealousy of them looking around in their environment of what other people are doing, not what I should be doing, but what are the other people doing that I want to be like? And you know what, even if I can't afford it, I'm going to go do what they're doing because I want to be like them. You know, yep. so and that's where people get into debt and make make a lot of poor decisions. You know, I know people that, you know, they look at my wife and I and everybody, a lot of people say, and not to toot our horn, but like you're the role model people. We want to be like you guys. Well, it took a lot for my wife and I to get to the positions that we're in right now. A lot of hard work, a lot of sacrifices. Um, you know, we didn't come across that just it fell on our lap. We worked hard to get there, you know. Yeah. So, you know, and there was a lot, just like you said, rather than going out and doing and, and spending a ton of money. There were plenty of times that we were just in our backyard, just chilling out with our kids yeah. and ha had a super fun time, just chilling out in the backyard versus going out and spending a ton of money. Yeah, and a lot of people need to look in the mirror to do that. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, absolutely. You know, and it's, it, it, it's just, this crazy. Yeah. It, it's crazy. People do. That. I understand it. You know, like, I didn't come into this money with a fucking scratch off ticket. Right. You know what yeah. I did? I fucking, I lived with, I had four fucking roommates in a house that should be condemned. Like I, I fucking sold drugs. I sold my, I sold my fucking first shotgun. My dad bought me as a kid 
to pay the fucking rent one time. Like these are things I did. And, and, and I, I think it's one of the better things I've written. I need to get it out on, on thing. I want to do I, I think I did a, a, a podcast on it. Um, I don't remember what I put out, but oh yeah, I, did. I need to rebuild because the audio sucks. But the thing is, like, every all oh, man, it's lonely at the top. No, it's not. It's not lonely at the fucking top. There's a bunch of motherfuckers up there, and there's a bunch of motherfuckers at the bottom, right? But the second you start leaving the bottom, the crabs in the bucket, they're gonna try and pull you back down because they don't want to fucking be by themselves. They don't want to see you succeed. It's lonely as fuck on the climb. Like that's what that's where people realize it like and that's where that the, the mf ceo podcast andy frizzella did so much for me and that's kind of why i want to do my thing i said like, hey motherfuckers like you're not the only one like you're gonna go through this shit fucking you know the amount of sacrifice people have to make to be i want to back up not sacrifice the amount of of investment in themselves i don't, I don't believe it's a sacrifice the investment in themselves not going out you know, buying a fucking twelve dollars slip and slide for your kids to play in the backyard versus going to the fucking the, the five hundred dollar water park. You know, these investments in yourself, getting up at five in the morning, right? Or oh, I had to miss a Christmas party. No, motherfucker, you spent that time not getting drunk and hung over for two days to invest in yourself. Like that's that's what people don't realize. They they want instant gratification. They don't want to, to understand this is what it takes, you know. It's really fucking tough. And you're going to have to make, you know, not quite sacrifice. You're going to have to choose. Do you want to go out and fucking party with your friends and put Instagram photos on? Or do you want to level up your life? You know, one of my clients, I, I do some, some coaching, you know, personal development coaching. I'm like, well, let me know which is more important. You staying home and doing your side hustle to make your job? Or you going out and getting fucked up tonight? Let me know. Pick one. Right. Look at your, look at your goals. And that's an important point too. So the, the idea of like what you mentioned, also I highly recommend, we'll put a link below for you guys if you want to check out like working with Johnny, checking out his stuff from the coaching to even some of the content that you're putting out. Again, check the, the description. But one of the components I think you touched on, it's really important too, is not just like when you look at like a Jeff Bezos or like, like thriving and succeeding is like, oh, well, it must be easy, right? You have all these people around you. You have all these staffs. Like, no, guess what? They're still grinding, waking up and prioritizing things and, and not necessarily, like you said, not making sacrifice, but investing in what they want and being very aware of that personal accountability. Where can they level up and where can they continue to put that energy? And that's one thing I think that's interesting. I like about you too, Johnny. It's not just like, hey, I'm going to push all the great shit. It's like, hey, there's downsides to it too. Like there's like things that I've left out or sacrificed. Well, again, not going back to like, but missed out on and yeah. being able to make it an educated decision based on the gratitude, the accountability and where we want to go with it. But that's also like, so I, I kind of want to start to bring it home here because we're like, I also, I think we're going to have to, we might break it up in two, but I say we even leave it as one. Cause usually I like to like, you know, you got to leave this one as one. It's a good one. What, yeah. what Johnny touched on, what you just touched on, Mike, just like you would invest finances, you have to invest in yourself. And like what Johnny's talking about, how much, if you want to progress in life, if you want to do well in life, Again, if you want good, you know, you want to invest finance, you obviously do research, you invest in finance, you have to do research and invest in yourself as well. And just like Johnny said, what's the investment that you want to invest in? Do you want to go out and you want to eat and party and drink and do everything? And what's the outcome of that? The outcome of that is you're going to keep doing the same thing over and over again, and you're going to keep living the same life over and over again. Or are you going to invest in yourself? Are you going to research? You're going to study? You're going to read a book? You're going to do continued education credits? What are you going to do to invest in yourself? to make yourself better, to climb that ladder. 
And there may be people, just like Johnny said, that are going to try to pull you down along the way. Of course, there's going to be people or who don't want to ride that wave with you to get where you want to be. But ultimately, you got to ride that wave solo to make sure that you're getting to your end goal. So, Johnny, you hit on a ton of stuff. Mike, I'm still going to smash you when we go to jujitsu. You know, Johnny, you hit the nail on the head with a lot of stuff. And it's just honestly a lot of things that people really just don't want to to face right now, especially coming out of the pandemic, you know, you know, there's a, there was so much time during the pandemic for you to invest in yourself and learn something new. And I guarantee you more than 50% of the population, I would say even more than 75% of the population didn't take the time that they were blessed with during this pandemic. And I say blessed, it was a shitty thing to have to go through this pandemic, but it also gave us the opportunity to invest in ourselves and, Ask yourself that question. Did you take that time recently that we just were all quarantined to invest in yourself to make yourself better? I think I I said this about six weeks into the pandemic bullshit thing was, and this is Asheville specific and it's all over the country, but like I said specifically about Asheville with the unemployment from your state unemployment plus the federal boost, you know, whatever more most people, a lot of people made more money than they ever fucking have for almost a year. If you come out of the pandemic more fucked up or or less well off than you went into it, you made a horrible decision because you had more money, more fucking time and more freedom ish to do all the things you needed to do to be. I wish I could, you know, every, I wish I could. So yeah, dude, I loved. I made, I made a fucking killing. Like, it sounds terrible. I wish we get locked down again. Um, cause, no, I never shut my gym down. I shut down for two weeks. I'm like, it's not happening. I don't, I, you know, without getting into the fucking government conspiracy shit. Like, I just believe I did the things I needed to do. I took the risk and investment in myself. I'm like, well, it's a thousand dollars a day. If I make this much money, if they catch me, then I'll be able to pay it off. And that's like so. So yeah, and it comes down to you know a growth or a fixed mindset. Like, what do you want to do? So that's yeah, man. That's it's really all up to you to do what you want. Absolutely, dude. That's the way to leave. And even like I think the highlight of that is the growth and fixed mindset component, which like we could even go into like a whole other podcast just about that. So I appreciate again, Johnny, you coming on because again, I know that how just how crazy things can get and like the dynamics of running the business and coaching. And again, I can't highlight and stress enough, guys. Every coach needs a coach. We talk about this a lot. And like, even like we have our own coaches and like we invest in that. I highly recommend, again, like not everyone's going to have the right vibe, the right coach, but I recommend again, checking out Johnny's stuff and looking into the coaching with him because when it's the right fit, man, like you're going to level up in ways that you didn't think were possible, or maybe you just weren't ready for yet. So that's like the big one I want to drive home. Uh, Also, we'll put your social media, YouTube, all that good stuff. Even for Rogue's website, I'll plug that below for everyone that's even within like a two hour radius of Asheville. I highly recommend come checking it out. There's no gym like ours. Like I've been all over the country. There's no gym like this. The culture, the the mindset, how we do things is super, super well. Uh, Chris Payne's from the UK. He came over. He goes, man, I'm stealing a bunch of how you do things. I've never been in a gym like this, you know, so I appreciate being on here, guys. Thanks for coming on, Johnny. Thanks for sharing. Give me me one favor. Later on, smash Mike for me, but video it. Yeah, I got got some videos. Make sure Deuce is here. All the camera angles.
So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between. Dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free. And that is it, y'all. See you on the next one.